Hello and... said the first syllable and the first word. Hello and welcome to the Bearcast. My name is Richard. Uh, glad you could join us again on the Bearcast. Uh, we've not had one for a while. Oh, actually, last time we had the Bearcast, we were drinking 32% Tactical Nuclear Penguin and all the yeah, fun. Still haven't recovered. Still not quite recovered. Anyway, today we're doing something much more gentle. We're doing uh, just a, a traditional, old-fashioned, nuts and bolts British Bearcast. With me, as ever, is uh, Grubin. Hello, Grubin. Yeah, hello, hello. And Mr. B. Hello. It's been a while since you were on. I know you were on the Christmas one, but uh, before that, yeah, it's been a while. It's good to have you back. Uh, okay, so we have four beers. This there's no real theme to tonight's beer cast, uh, apart from we we decided at short notice to do one, and I had to ping to Morrison's pick up four beers. So this could be like our supermarket sweep beer cast, maybe. Um, but who's on opening duty tonight? Uh, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, I'm on the case. Are you Dale Winton? Yeah. This is next time we're at the checkout. <laughs> And, and you hear the beep? I don't know. I don't know. Think of the fun you could be having playing Supermarket Sweep. Come on. No. It's not on during the day. I've heard yeah, of yeah. Supermarket Sweep. I've heard of Dale Winton. <laughs> the rest. The re well, re no, I, I didn't get that. It's a classic show, Supermarket Sweep. Classic. You just have to run around and do a trolley dash. and uh, Anyway, we'll, we'll get on to that one. <laughs> what did you do with bottles of beer? Because they just all break. They had no, no alcohol. Oh, no alcohol? No. No, it's, it's too expensive. So you can put like for it, a thousand it? quid in your basket and like, Actually, my dad got to do a genuine troy dash uh, around uh, Asda when I was young. He, he won a prize and he got to do it. Wow. And my mum made him go to all the frozen chickens and pick a blood. <laughs> so our freezer was stuffed for months afterwards. And he saved about £10. Pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's right. Ironically, it was the same Asda that was recently. There was one of those staff members found to be licking the chickens and putting them back. Did you hear about that? Uh, no. He was raw like, chickens? Yeah, uh, frozen raw chickens. He was licking them and putting them back on the shelf. Uh, and someone filmed him, or he filmed himself doing it, because he was bitter about Asda. Uh, and someone put it on YouTube, and then he, he's actually got in prison. He got a custodial sentence. Because Surely that's not doing anything worse than that's probably, a raw chicken. I, I don't, that's probably I don't doing him, himself more yeah. harm for giving himself probably. salmonella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's an aside already. It's beer. Right, okay. Onto our first beer, which is non-chicken flavoured. Uh, we've got Everard Tiger, brewed in Leicestershire. Yeah. Best bitter. I thought, well, we had to start the new year off with a bitter, seeing as bitters were so maligned during our Beer of the Year show, when not, certain people... Not, not by me, I must say. ...described one of the greatest beers ever produced in the UK as... Well, I can't remember what you called it, but... Andy compared it to Tenant. Tasted bomb, I think. Oh, right. Tasted bomb. We took him to task for that. Andy compared it to Tenant. I can't believe it. Anyway, this is this is not that. That was tribute. This is uh, Everard's Tiger from Leicestershire. So uh, you can't say anything, because you, in the blind taste test... <laughs> the bitter that you rank as one of your favourite beers of all time. Ah. Did you pick up on it? No. Did you give it a good score? No. <laughs> and then I tried uh, Special Brew. Yes. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thank you. Uh, William Everard began his business in 1849 when he bought a brewery in Leicester. Uh, over the years, it, it expanded, moved, changed, got bigger, scaled up. Uh, and now it's uh, brewed in Castle Acres in Narborough. Uh, and it's run by the fifth generation of the same family, Richard Everard. And this is their flagship beer, Tiger, which is a 4.2% best bitter. And there's stunned silence around the table. Ooh, malty. Malty and watery. And a uh, bit of licorice or something? Yeah. 
yeah. Spicy hot molten toffee. Yep, I'm getting that. Toffee, not licorice. Okay. It goes on about the balance of bitter and sweet on the back of the bottle. Yeah. It is bitter and sweet. Anybody tell the hops that's in this? There's a certain hop that we all know and love in here. Crystal. Well, you've read the bottle, mate. <laughs> That's, that's actually it's, it's, it's Fuggles as well. Fuggles, so yeah, yeah, Fuggles. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, the Fuggles hops because it smells like sewage and it, it has much the same effect on you. <laughs> sewage? Yeah. What, what effect does the sewage have on you? <laughs> it makes me I've smell never tried sewage. really bad. <laughs> Goes right through you. Yeah. And it has Marisol to malt. Apparently this has universal appeal. Well, I know a man over there who loves universal appeal beers. I do, uh, but it, it's a bit boring. So maybe that's a good thing about you. Maybe that's what universal appeal is. Mm. It's not. It's not great to anyone. It's just nice enough for everybody. It's not great. See, no, I've had this before, and I, I liked it a lot it's a bit more. Watery. Yeah, it's really thin. It's only four point two. It's not like a strong. I'm sure that Jeepers IP we're drinking is only three point eight, and it had a bit more oomph to it than but this. How do you get cask, beer this IPA out of cask tastes thick? Almost creamy, but like a, the texture on, on your tongue. Mm-hmm. But it's just water. Mm-hmm. I'm using the same ingredients in this, and this is very watery and thin feeling. So how do they? I suppose it's it's very difficult to compare bottled beers with cask ales, especially as up here they'll serve jukers through a sparkler, so it will um, yeah. it'll foam up. Mm. And so it, get... that's what does it. In fact, when we were there, we, we just had our warm-up beers in, in a pub and the, the person brought around the, the IPA and it was really foaming and he went way to top it up for us. So that's definitely a sparkler when it's you got like kind of inch head on it, yeah. which is what you get. And you, you can't really compare bottled ales and, and draft. I don't cask. I'm not criticising, I'm just um, different. I've had this on cask before. I had this in um, a pub in Derby and it was very, very good indeed. Uh, I forget the name of the pub, but... Um, I was down there for a wedding with uh, Sugar. It's very drinkable. We weren't getting married. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> we were there independently. <laughs> nice and tired. Um, it was there for my wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not, yeah it's not, it's, I can't say much about it's it. It's disappointing. It's just kind of a bit watery, a bit malty. Not as hopped as it makes up in the back, mm. I don't think. Is there like a taste, almost tasting in the back? Yeah, it does. The, the, um, the eye and the nose and the mouth. Like Five out of five for hops, but for bitterness, sorry. Mm. But I'm not, I don't know. I don't get that. It is the best bitter. They say it has a cla- it's a classic example of getting the perfect balance between sweetness and bitterness. But there isn't that much sweetness there. There's a bit of sweet malt, but it is. It's more a classic example of making up some bullshit for the back as well. <laughs> Actually, back in the day when I used to do beer casts and I'd get the beers and i put a lager in first just to get us going... I was hoping this would be like a really good bitter along the lines of Bluebird and Tribute, but I'm very disappointed by this. Yeah. You could drink loads of it, though. No, you, you could have yeah. eight bottles of that in yeah. a brother. <laughs> It'd be like juice. <laughs> yeah, juice. <laughs> like drinking John Smith. Yeah, which is juice. Anyway, what do we know about Leicester? Ah, um, uh, very little. I used oh, to have a girlfriend. Got yeah. a football team. Did you? Yeah. Really? Right. You had another girlfriend who wasn't Ali. That was when I was 17. And then I only met her once. Ah. Uh, Oh, no, no, I met her once. And then I went down to see her for two weeks. So you had, she was your girlfriend before you met her, and then that was it, the end of the relationship, was it? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. After <laughs> 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 my girl, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> when you in fact, I, was, I wasn't, I was 18. We were 18 in our The girl. summer of 18, I went on holiday. The summer of 18? I went, 
uh, somewhere when my parents met a girl. We started like, writing letters and stuff, and then I went, I went to see. <laughs> writing letters? When was this? In 1972. <laughs> 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 they didn't have email in 1995, did they? I know, I know. They might have done. No, not. I remember. <laughs> your letters like I like you nine out of ten. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe wasn't, maybe they, were, like, they were mostly nonsense. It's a whole a whole new side of Creed Brown I've never yeah. heard before. Not gags. It didn't work. It was a bit of a long distance relationship. And the fact you had to write. And the fact I was eighteen and she was twenty-five. Oh. 16. All right. Sixteen. Sixteen. This gets better. <laughs> I don't know. Where Where, how did I, you I, meet? I On holiday and then Greg and I. Oh, they never last. Interesting. No, yeah, hold Once you get home, that's it. Cold light of day. I don't remember much. It's a long way from Argyle to Leicester. Yeah. yeah. So I went to see it, and then I went to the Phoenix Music Festival in Stratford. Oh, that, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. came back. It was a convenient trip to Leicester. <laughs> who, who did the dumping? Was it you or her? Or no, it wasn't really a dumping. There's nothing really. to be done. It was a fizzle. Fizzle. There's an interesting story, even not in, well, no, there's a story. No, I've, I've, never le- heard. <laughs> I've learned more about you in the last two minutes than I've done in the last three years. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Um, that's it about Leicester, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got, I've got a whole sheet of facts about Leicester, but I'm not sure I can talk much. I remember she, her and her friends had some severe racial issues. Oh, really? Being, being Leicester, the race. Asian community. Yeah, it's quite a big Asian community in Leicester. Well, that would have put me off. Yeah, it <laughs> being a big racist, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, it put me off a little bit. Mm. What can you say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to read. How do you on that note? Racism is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a problem in Leicester with that. Don't you? Is it? Quite just two very large communities. Mm. Uh, Leicester lies on the River Saw. The River what? Saw. In the East Midlands, it was established as a Roman settlement with the name of Rate Coriel Torvorum. I've got some famous Lestarians here. Uh, I'll just fire them off in case you can you can shout out. Oh, you heard them? Right, okay. Do you know any? I think I think I do. Oh, go go for it. But I heard it today and I forgot. There was something <laughs> already, that's Leicester crazy. Comedy Festival. Who who? Let's yes. See. Uh, Tommy Cooper. He, was he from Leicester? I don't know. But the Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm sure it was talking about. I've it. got a Tommy Cooper story, which I'll tell you later. Um, possibly. Uh, and uh, Lee Stuart Lee no Lee Lee Stuart this is rubbish <laughs> <laughs> just tell us the names Lee Mack is from Blackburn he's not from Leicester not Lee Mack no. uh, famous Leicesterians David Attenborough oh really? okay. John Deacon the bassist from Queen oh uh, Gok Kwan Gok Kwan right. from Leicester Mr Motivator yeah. Mr Motivator <laughs> wow. uh, The Elephant Man uh, Thomas Cook of John Thomas Lambert. Cook fame and uh, Daniel Lambert who he he was the heaviest man in Britain Sorry, Thomas Cook of Thomas Cook fame. Yeah. As an actual man. He was an actual man, yeah. Right. He, was a, he was a Victorian travel agent. Yeah. Uh, and the heaviest man in Britain. He was 52 stone when he died in 1809. How did they do, like, chartered flights and Victorian... Chartered carriage rides. Stagecoach to Lanzarote. Over. Oh, I like the idea of a Victorian Leicestershire lady <laughs> being taken by stagecoach to Grand Canary and meeting a rough, <laughs> uncouth Argyle man. <laughs> Did <laughs> three years to walk there from our garden. <laughs> Today, mate, I met a barbarian from the Highlands. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, happy days. Anyway, this is gash. I'm not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> if I have talked about anything except this beer, probably yeah. speaks... Uh, Should we have some probably. scores for Everard's Tiger? Uh, Craig, you go first. It's a uh, five. Middle of the road. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree. Like, Normandy's great. Yeah, Full House. It's a shame, because I, like I say, I've had that before on casting. It's really nice. And I was expecting high things from it, but Everard's Tiger disappoints. Okay, that's, that's our first beer. When you come back, we'll be on to our second beer, which I think will be a bit more in Craig's liking. Well, in all our likings, hopefully. Because it's a golden pale ale. <gasps> but not American. Hey. <laughs> that's not nice. That's rancid. <laughs> And hello, we are back with our second beer. Which is uh, Winchwood Circle Master. Golden Pale Ale, a beer I've never heard of before. Is this Hobgoblin people? It is Hobgoblin people, which one? Normal size. It's got a similar label. Right yeah. Now. Uh, I quite like Hobgoblin, for the record. Yeah, they, they do. They do a cheap, giant, massive bottle of get beer. Cheap and Lidl's as well. Oh, do you? Or Lidl's, in fact. Lidl's. actually they call Oh uh, yes, yeah, so this is Circle Master. This is a golden pale ale made organically at 4.7%. So not too strong, um, but it combines target hops. Excuse me, <coughs> that tiger's repeating on me. With a plumage plumage archer barley malt. Now, Ruben, can you cast your mind back? Who do you know who makes plumage archer barley? I'll give you a clue. He's not a friend of Tom's, or Tom's not a friend of his. Uh, Prince Charles. <laughs> Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Yes, yeah. that's right. Winchwood are the largest producer of. Organic ales in the UK, and their uh, plumage Archibaldi comes from Prince Charles's High Grove estate. Boo! Hooray! <laughs> boo! Hiss! Whatever. It says on the, the official website, Circle Master is brewed using a unique blend of plumage Archibaldi malt, organically grown for us under the auspices of the Prince of Wales Duchy estate in Gloucestershire. You know, make of that what you will. Slightly too reverent for Tom's taste there, perhaps, but... Oh, it smells... Uh, Oh, they've got a massive t-shirt offer on the back of this. Which they always do. It's not quite as classy as yeah, it could be. They always get the t-shirts for sale. They've got all the boy kind of, you afraid you might taste something kind of. No, that stuff, the Hobgoblin stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never actually had Hobgoblin. I don't know. Sorry. My, <laughs> it's funny, when my cousins come from France and you obviously can't get proper ale in France. They just go mad for an actual proper ale. So they go to Lidl's and buy it and shit loads of uh, <laughs> Hobgoblin, but it's it's alright. It's it's kind of like um, what can we call it? All peculiar, but not mm. nice. This is interesting. Is it? Ooh. Uh, not necessarily in a good way, but definitely a good nail. Yep. Circle Master conducts a melody of refreshing citrus and delightful malt flavour, rounded off with a spicy bittersweet finish. Very bitter. Oh, it's a bitter gold nail, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's quite nice. Isn't it? I quite like it. It's refreshing, yeah. yeah. That tastes like some Peter's gold nail. Um, Which reminded me of something. <laughs> anyway, Witchwood was founded in 1983 by Paddy Glennie. The original name for it was Glennie Brewing Company, which he established in the Eagle Brewery, which used to be the site of the Clinch & Company Brewery. It's very complicated. Anyway, Clinch & Company were a very old historic Oxfordshire brewery who started in 1811. Uh, they were taken over by Courage. In 1961, who promptly closed the brewery down, uh, and this man Paddy Glennie resurrected them in 1983. Uh, and they were called the Glennie Brewery until 1990, when they were renamed Witchwood after the local ancient forest. Mm. Uh, they are now bought out by Refresh UK. Who are they? Refresh UK. Ref That's a rubbish name. It is Refresh UK are a subsidiary of Marston's. Oh right. That was 2002. Oh. In 2002, they also took over Braxbeer and they brew all of Braxbeer's beers too, plus all of the Dutch Originals beers, all on their enormous, uh, well, brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hello. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> my, my mind went towards the end there. Um, 
So yeah, they're not meant to do all the Witchwood beers, but they do all of the Braxbeer beers plus the Dutch original thing. Extremely lingering aftertaste yeah. at the back of the mouth. Yeah, shovels in here actually. In case, in case you're wondering, <laughs> it's very bitter. Dulcet tones. Yeah, it's fizzy. It is. It's too much like lager, and it's going to give you severe. Wind. It is lagery. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's in the scale of gold nails, it's lurching towards the lager. So what's the? Than it's the like, yeah, European lager. lager. It's lurching. Yeah. It's like Budvar, something like that. It, mm. There's something like a, a Czech beer that this is reminding me of. As opposed to Summer Lightning, which is very much of the I suppose leaning you, towards the ale category. Yeah, you would hold that as the uh, the champion of the Golden Ales, I would think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it's it's Summer Lightning's five and a bit, isn't it? This is four point seven, so it's not that much mm. uh, less strong. Not, not less really stronger. Sense. Less stronger. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I like yeah. it, but it's I drink it because I, it's yeah. just, like take lager. That's all I can think of. Is this what you get from going to a supermarket? You get all these beers that are kind of middling? Because I was looking for something interesting. I've got a couple of interesting beers up there, but I was thinking, you know, maybe we could find something and stop peeking. <laughs> Actually, no, you can peek. I cannot, I can't I've seen them already. Um, because the, the people who buy and large, who buy, I've got these beers in Morrison's. The people who buy and large buy beer in Morrison's. The people who want three or four beers on a Friday night to watch the football with or whatever. Not that you get football on a Friday, but you know what I mean. Um, so they're, Tivo, not, I think. <laughs> they're not going to want nine percent IPAs to quote Greg. Um, so maybe you're just going to find all these non-bottle conditions, middle of the road, five and a bit, four and a bit kind of. I don't mind doing that on a night from no, 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 it's, it's fine. kind of stuff Absolutely. I aim for. Hmm. Maybe one nice one um, to sip with. So I imagine you would see you would buy this because it's got golden pale ale. You don't often see golden pale ales. It's like golden ale or a pale ale. Are they is trying it, to are I, they getting caught between the two styles? Here? Is it? Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. A golden, it is a golden pale ale. I, I don't really. get It's it. a golden ale all the way. Yeah. I would think. It's not a pale ale. No. By any means. No. I wouldn't pick it up in the shop because it's a label. And the label's rubbish. But apparently it's sold a scarecrow in the US. When it was launched in the UK, it was called Corn Circle Beer. But the name was changed after a dispute with Hotback, who produced a beer called Crop Circle. Mm. So they had to change it to Circle Master. Which is in a reference to Circle Makers, who are UK art collective who make crop circles. Right? And the label depicts a scarecrow standing in the middle of a crop circle with an owl on him. <laughs> I can't see the crop circle. Yeah, some kind of. Like a fox. You a fan of crop circles? Uh, no. no. No, I tried to keep them to a minimum. Mm. <laughs> but there's Led Zeppelin Remasters. <laughs> it's got a nice picture of it on the front. <laughs> it's, but I bet you can. It's, it's, it's got more to it than the lager. Yeah, it, it's not. <laughs> That's a damning criticism. It's got, it's got more to it than a lot. Yeah, it's got, it's got a deeper flavour, but it's it, the mouthfeel is very laggery. Yeah, it, it's not bad. What's the other? Uh, uh, Krusevich. It tastes a bit like Krusevich. Yeah. I don't like the actual Krusevich. The dark one, I like the other red one. You know what? It's because it's very dry. There's no sweetness. Because in, yeah. in the Everards, you got the kind of sweetness from the malts, but there's no malt in this. So yeah. it's just very, very dry. Yeah. Normally I like dry beers, but... It's very, yeah. It almost sucks the water out of your mouth. Mm. It's so dry. I think I can only drink one of these. In fact, it's almost like Bluebird Bitter, except that had an orangey taste to it. And if you mm. take that out, it's, it's like this. But again, it's like, yeah, St. Peter's Gold Nail. In fact, I don't know who was here for the Gold Nail special we did, but we had um, a Gold Nail called King Tut's. That was from somewhere in Norfolk, and that tastes very similar to that. Mm. Very dry. Mm. 
they gave that four <laughs> or something. <laughs> Not great. Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused by it. You see the word pale ale, and then you think all oh, the American pale ales are amazing, and you yeah. drink this and go. I mean, the American pale ales are amazing because they're all over six percent or at and around six percent, mm. which is four point seven. So. You're not getting the alcohol, you're not getting the malt, so all it has is that kind of golden dryness. It's not as highly carbonated, is it? No. It's a bit like, I think you're right in saying it's a beer that's brewed for the mass market. Mm. I'm, getting, I'm really gassy now, I'm not sure what's going it's on. It's tiny little champagne bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's not proper bubbles, and you can't see any, but they're there. It's like that... Um, well, look at it. It's almost at the end. Castile Crew thing. I was going to get some of that as a joke. Get Castile Crew Rosé, just so you could try it. Rosé. That's got those champagne bubbles in it. It's a you know, really fine, but still make you gassy. Yeah, yeah well, look, it's been sitting here for a while. Come like that. It just fizzes right <laughs> up. Like, Grant is now swirling his in the glass, folks. It fizzes like movie book. <laughs> anyway. uh, you know, Innocent Gun have got a new beer out, which is matured in rum casks. No, no. Oh, get to rum. <laughs> get to the Isle of Rum. Get to, get to, get to rum. Now, no, speaking of Scottish you. accents, uh, we were talking in the pub beforehand. Uh, I recently started playing uh, Mass Effect 2, the new Xbox game, and there's, not without, because Craig and Grant haven't played it yet, but without giving too much away, the engineer is Scottish, of course. Has to be a spaceship engineer, has to be Scottish. <laughs> um, and he says, when you, when you go and see him, he says, oh, I can't even wait, cause, because... American actors just can't do Scottish accents. He's got this kind of vaguely Scottish, vaguely Irish, vaguely weird accent. And he goes, oh, I can't wait to get up there to the aliens and kick them in the ditty bags. <laughs> I was like, okay, admittedly my Scottish isn't that good because I'm not from here, but I've got two Scotsmen here. Is, is ditty bags a... Uh... Not that I've heard of. <laughs> not anywhere. I have to say that was a really pish Scottish accent. Well, yeah, that's it. I, You've I, done I... better. Your Craig impression's better. Craig Brown, how you doing? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, from my girl. That's thing. You're from Leicester. Oh, like Leicester. How you doing? See, that's a good Scottish accent. See, that is nothing actually, like me. That is actually a quite a good West Coast accent. I tend to Billy Conley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, ain't great, great. <laughs> How you doing? Anyway, ditty bags, as far as I'm aware, is not a Scottish expression. Nowhere I've been anyway. Ball bags, yes. Ball bags, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe that's... They couldn't say that. Maybe you can shoot people in the face until they're buildings and shag aliens. I'm sure you can say probably got an 18th certificate. Yeah. Probably say what you want. Yeah. Okay, well, should we wrap it up there? We're at nine minutes. This is yeah. uh, Witchwood Circle Master, Golden Pale Ale, potentially. Yes, no? Uh, we'll start again with Craig. What's your score? It's a six. Better than the last one, but it's it's too gassy and too laggery. Mm-hmm. I've got to follow the same again. Yeah, it's six. Not much more you can see. I'm going to give it seven, just because I don't want to have the same score again, as we all did last <laughs> time. It's it's a seven beer. It, it's, it's okay. It's not amazing. It's a bit gassy. It's a bit dry. I would drink it, definitely. I mean, and maybe now because we're spoiled with the beer cast, we're expecting Ruination IPA every time we open a bottle. Um, I think if we'd started that, well, when we started the beer cast all those years ago, we may have given that. Actually, we'd probably give it a lower mark because of the taste. I think we've matured it's a bit now. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to give that a seven. So that, that's... Uh, I'm filling up. Yeah. yeah. I need to pump. Okay, well, I'll... I'll, I'll <laughs> let me pause Garage Band and you can, you can pump away. And then we'll come back with uh, beer three in a short moment. Or a long moment, depending on how pumpy you are. <laughs> oh, I broke my There you go. That's Lovely. nasty. Lovely. That's not nice. That's rancid. That. Uh, hello and welcome back. This is our third beer in the beer cast. If you're new to listening to us, then welcome aboard. We're three of us sitting in a, a nice flat 
in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> apart from talks, doesn't flush, but yeah, enough of that. Uh, and this is our third beer of the night, which is... Uh, Jennings Snacklifter. Snacklifter. That's, Strong that's, ale. That's not a Scottish dialect for a, a, a mammal, a reptile without legs. It is actually... Uh, it says Pure Lake District, though, so surely snake. that's not Scottish, is it? Snack, snake, snake, snake lifter. Oh, snake lifter. Or someone who lifts snakes. Yeah. Snake lifter, I'm crazy. <laughs> Anyways, presumably, uh, uh, wherever the Lake District is, thing. Wherever the Lake District is, yes, it's in England, right? Yeah. Uh, Jennings were established as a family. That's why we don't really know where it is. <laughs> all these beers are English, Craig. Anything. Yes, yeah, so and they're all sexes and facts. Anything <laughs> south of Glasgow, I have no idea. <laughs> They were established in 1828 in the village of Lawton, which is between Keswick and Cockermouth in the English Lake District, by John Jennings Sr. Uh, they brewed there in Lawton until 1874 when they moved to Cockermouth, uh, and that cl- the Lawton brewery closed five years later. Uh, in May 2005, Jennings were purchased by the national brewer Wolverhampton and Dudley Breweries, who became Marston's PSE. Hey, hey Marston's again. They're on everybody. Um... Thank you very much. If, if those of you who might listen to public affairs might know Cockermouth was in the news last year uh, because it was pretty much washed away in November 2009. Oh, that's how I've heard of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water levels in the main street were measured at eight feet when the three rivers that it sits at the confluence of all flooded. Uh, all the surrounding bridges were washed away and even, even now, apparently, I, I look today, the majority of the main street is still uninhabitable and the, the buildings are still gutted. So. Right. It's funny how these things are on the news and they just disappear from the news when something mm. else happens. Yeah. You never see, you never hear what happens to them again. But Cockermouth is still being rebuilt. Uh, Jennings Brewery was actually flooded because it was right by the river. Um, but I believe they managed to rescue a lot of the stuff and they started Did production. Did pull a whole load of hops and malt in? <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. It might be nice. Yeah. River especially. So this is Jennings Neck Lifter. Uh, what do you think? Uh, hmm. It's a dark one. Oh, it's a... Doesn't smell like anything. It smells vaguely coffee over Oh, wait a minute, there you go. It might be a bit cold. Maybe. It's a bit cold now. It's a bit cold in here. Yeah, it's a bit cold. Ooh. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. Now that, <laughs> there's a taste to that. See, I, I thought you wouldn't like this because it's smoky. It's I very like smoky. I like porters. It's like smoky coffee. I don't like too smoky. I don't like hot dogs. It's not like the hot dog beer, no. <laughs> We still talk so about like smoke, I like poor dogs. Like smoked ham. Mm-hmm. But I like smoked ham. No, I love smoked No, but in a beer. I wouldn't like it in a beer. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brunswick smoked ham. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, the, the Schlenkerler Rash beer, that was a bit too smoky. No, I liked it. Anyway. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, this is more coffee-ish, tough, toffee, smoky flavour to it. I like the, these more because I don't have them that often than I do. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, you're always drinking lighter IPAs and... Hoppy stuff, so when you get something that isn't hoppy like this, because it's all about the smoke malt. Anyway, the dark beer with a reddish tinge, derived from the use of coloured malts, perfectly balanced with specially formulated brewing sugars and English aromatic hops. That's a bit marketing speak, but you get the uh, get the message. Mm. This was launched as a winter beer in 1990, and it grew so popular they, they turned it into a year-round beer. So do we know what a snack is? Ooh, well, I can uh, tell you. <laughs> I do now because I read the back of the uh, It's a door know. latch and a snack lifter was a man's last sixpence with which he would lift the latch of a pub door and buy himself a pint, hoping to meet friends there who would treat him to one or two more. In the days he could buy a pint for six. <clears throat> so why would you need a coin to open a door? I'm not quite well, sure. It was luck, I think you put it in your hand. Yeah, oh, the, luck, the guy, he's got the coin in his hand. There's no point doing the 
thing that I'm doing. <laughs> he's got it in his hand and he <laughs> lifts it like that with it in his hand. Right. Uh, hoping that he'll meet friends within. Wow. And stop him. <clears throat> you looked in. There's tight Johnny lifting the coming in. But mm-hmm. yeah. He always comes in with a bloody sixpence. It's not going to get him anything. <laughs> Every leaves for a pint. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's not going to get you nothing. <laughs> Glass of water. Folks, scratches. Uh, this, this got a gold medal at the International Beer Challenge in 2009 and a bronze medal at the 2005 Brewing Industry International Awards in Munich. Right? Yeah, this yeah. looks like it uh, is for export because it's got a lot of languages on the back. Yeah. I don't recognise that label. I've had Snakelift there many years ago mm. from Morrison's and it didn't have that label on it. Yeah, it's like export bottle. Mm, maybe. Anyway, uh, congratulations to Ruben because you passed your driving test this week. I did, Yay. I did indeed, yes. I should point out this fact we're not actually 17 we, we are no, late, late actually, I'm, here, I'm 15 years late <laughs> but um, it's worth yeah apart from Mr B who drives a Lexus with the uh, accelerator stock so watch out for that <laughs> that's Toyota's yeah but they're made by Toyota not the Lexus uh, no they're owned by Toyota mm, okay so yeah, be careful we've got an automatic so don't dis the Lexus man <laughs> the Lex don't dis Lex don't dis Lex it has heated seats and a camera <laughs> Uh, Luther. Luther. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I should point out I don't drive either, but that's, that's a choice. That's for the environment. Yeah, I'm saving the planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not just massive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a massive wimp. <laughs> it used to be, actually, shovel, neither shovels myself nor uh, that's Richard true. Yeah, we never could drive. drive. No, shovel, shovels and myself have managed to pass. Richard is next on the list. Within mm. a few months. Yeah. 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 So, how was your test? Was it good? I'm only saying this because I've used up all my notes and we're only three minutes in. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> let's fill, people. Let's fill. <laughs> How so, was what? My how's that driving? Yeah. Uh, it was. It was good actually. I was quite lucky. It was uh, early in the morning, so it was quite quiet. It was dry. It was bright. Good conditions, and uh, uh, yeah, it was alright. Had a few paleos. And half a bottle of whiskey before I started. Yes, no problem. Can you remember your driving test, Greg? Yes. Yes. Well. No, <laughs> maybe. So, I remember passing mm, the first time. Of course, yeah, very good. Yeah, but no yeah. marks, no no minors, no minors. No. You're perfect. Mike. No, but he he did it in our guile. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> there was technically no other cars. Uh, so the, or people. The yeah. tester was your brother's cousin's wife's sister. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Let's drive around the co-op car park. <laughs> <laughs> did you know the accelerators? Yep. All right, you've passed. Hi, hey, Mr. Boone, I'm the instructor. How are you doing? I had to do a real emergency stop when an old lady steps in front of me. All right. And then the guy made me do another emergency stop. It's a bit harsh. It is a bit harsh. So you can finish her off? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we'll go back and make another <laughs> Reverse over it. Well, yeah. well, I had to drive in Edinburgh, in roundabouts, and on the bypass, and all that stuff. We had to so roundabout. Did you go on the bypass? I had to go on the bypass, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you can. Oh no, it's motorways. You can't. Yeah, you can go in the bus. What's that about? You can, Seventy mile limit. Learner drivers can't go on the motorway, but then as soon as you pass, <laughs> you can go on the motorway. Why? Why is that not in the test? Yeah. Well, thing is, that's easy. That part of it's easy. Uh, you go in the bypass, and it was quiet, so you just go in the long for like you don't have to do anything for three minutes. So mm. it's a, it's perfect for the test because right. nothing can go wrong. It's so actually all right. Really have to change that's not across five stuff. lanes and. Yeah. Yeah. Great. 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 Gridlocked. Gridlocked. I was traffic. Dreadlocked. Dreadlocked. Dreadlocked traffic. But they would never make you do that in your test. So yeah. it's actually fine. Oh well. I said to Grant Saturday night when we were at the, the pub. Mm-hmm. 
and they passed my test. I drove to Glasgow a few weeks later and pretty much ran every red light all the way into the centre of Glasgow. <laughs> not joking. <laughs> Maybe 20. Not quite understanding. That's a pretty thing. What's that? That's very Well, testing our guy. Testing Edinburgh. I used to raise my case. Good stuff. And yeah. you're having yours in a few months? Well, maybe, yeah. I need, I need to get organised and get uh, get my provisional. It's not cheap, though. Is it really that sad to be 33 and not to be able to drive? Yep. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. No, 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 it's not. I mean, I don't need to drive because I live in a city where I can get around. I don't have the facility to buy or run a car. And I don't have enough to park it, so. You might want to pick up a nice chicken from Haddington. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's even... not a good reason. <laughs> I don't know what is. You might want to go for a drive. Uh, maybe. You need a driving license. Paula can drive, can she not? Yeah, but she doesn't like to. She hasn't. Actually, she would be in the situation. She is in the situation I probably would be in that she learnt and then doesn't have a car, hasn't driven. So her confidence now is totally gone because she hasn't been continually driving since she passed. Have you been out yet? No, I haven't got any insurance yet. <gasps> oh dear. Oh Lance yes, and, that could be an interesting. Lands insurance companies, but but second, this is so uninteresting. <laughs> it is. Well, let's let's speak struggle. about it later. <laughs> let's talk about insurance. Okay, I'm going to say I think about this bit. It's, it's nice. It's. Um, <laughs> I like it. It's nice. <laughs> I like it. It's nice. Yeah. It's it's. I like it because it's smoky. It's. I've had this before. Actually, I had it a couple of weeks ago, which is why when I went into Morrison's today at short notice and was frantically scanning the shelves at lunchtime, you were. I uh, I picked it up because it's kind of similar to Thiexon's XB, except it's mm. it's more a bit more smoky, it's a, and bit, a bit, bit less sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like that. I I prefer that because I'm not a fan of the sweeter beers. I like the the drier beers. I, I think it's really good, yeah, really good. I think it's a bit cold, but I think yeah, it is yeah. warmed up a bit. It would it would raise its game not even much. more. Not much. Yeah, yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. So should we uh, go on the table? Uh, so, for me, uh, as good as I expect a, a beer to be on Morrison's. <laughs> yeah, I so, I so wanted to find something. Actually, yeah, I mean, Morrison's, I think, is the best supermarket to buy beer in, in the UK. Not sure. They've got more selection, but more Yeah, that's ordinary. what I mean. Because Sainsbury's, they have, a, they have slightly more interesting wines, but a, a le- much lesser selection. Um, Tesco's even lesser still. Waitrose have got quite a lot, but there aren't many of those in Scotland. Um, Morrison's loads of beers. Yeah. Mm. Tesco's is where you go to get. You get more interesting beers for us. You get Brewdog beers and you get yeah. other beers, yeah. We are going to have a supermarket special where we're going to do uh, supermarket owned beers. And also, Marks and Spencer's have recently revamped their whole range. They've got all kinds of new beers. Mm. And their beers are brewed by proper, all their Belgian beers are brewed by Hugues in, in Mella and they got beers brewed by some really proper, like um, St. Austell brew their Cornish IPA. So we should maybe do a Marks and Spencer's. I know the, the Southern panellists did one, but they've all changed now, so we could do another one as well. I've yeah. been to Mela. Have you? Yeah. When right. I was very small. They have a, a theme amusement park, like a theme park like Disney, but it's for about bees for amusing. Uh, bees? Yeah, it's like a <laughs> Mela park, it's called. It's a big roller coaster and all sorts. But it was, it was a theme of bees. I don't know if they are famous for honey or, or bees. <laughs> Presumably. Everyone knows the bees in the melon. Yeah. You get chased by wasps or something. No. <laughs> yeah, they invade and then the yeah. bees attack. Well, in the, in the horror house, they just <laughs> unleash a little bees on you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
It hurts. It's just the whole house is big spiderwebs and <laughs> flypaper and whatever else each bees. Anyway. Uh, Grant? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> At the risk of looking like I'm copying Creek completely, I'm going to give it a seven as well. Okay, five, six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Eight for the next one. Um, yeah, it's... Um, I can... I've been underwhelmed so far tonight, but I was pleasantly surprised by the complexity. Of it's a shame. Thing. I desperately wanted to find some good stuff, mm. and uh, I couldn't. <laughs> See, yeah. when you keep drinking it, this is quite hoppy. You, yeah, you get that, don't you? It's Once quite, the smokiness goes down, you get the hops. It is quite bitter. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't at the start. Usually a beer of the strength would keep hitting you with the sweetness, but it doesn't do that, yeah. which is nice. I'm going to give that an eight, because I think that's really good. Um, I, I love that kind of smokiness that gives way to the hops. I love how it's bitter. I love how it isn't too sweet. I mean, that that's really, really nice. It's 5.1, so it's, it's it's got a good strength yeah, it to it. Yeah, it's not too strong, though. I mean, it's like, hmm. it doesn't overdo it. Yeah. You said gives way to something. Ripping off that annoying man from MasterChef. Oh, I love how the spinach gives way to the creamy oh, sauce. He's a legend. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. He's an annoying Wait, to No, no the, the other one. It's a drink. The one who doesn't know anything about Michelle anything. Ruth. No, the, no, the stupid greengrocer guy. Mm. Oh, right. Gregor. Yeah, him. He's mm. him of the inverted fork. Yeah, I love how it Yeah. Okay. He's got a restaurant there in London. In Putney. Oh, what? Which really? is, it's about a minute's walk from my uncle's flat in Putney, East Putney. Yeah. On that bombshell, <laughs> uh, we will head off and we'll come back in a moment with our fourth beer. If you listen to the beer cast before, you'll know that traditionally we finish on a stronger beer and that's no exception. So we will see. Not not crazy strong, don't worry. It's not like a imperial anything. Oh, fuck. I was doing so well with my links. I was doing really well. I've <laughs> uh, <seen> it. <laughs> you need more composure than that in your driving test. <laughs> I was doing so well turning and then we're going straight forward. Nah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> I can't even drive. I can't even I'll just take the bus from now on. That's not nice. That's what I'd say, that. <laughs> And we're back, and this is our final beer on our Beercast Supermarket Sweep Special, which is? This is Abbott Reserve. Abbott Reserve. Which, um, Abbott Ale I see everywhere, mm -hmm. without drinking. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I don't know why, but uh, this is the Reserve version, which is 6.5%. Mm -hmm. um, it's a distinctive, full-bodied, smooth and mature beer, bursting with rich fruit cake and coffee flavours. Well, that's I'll off my notes. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to talk about cars again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, actually, no, I've still got my Tommy Cooper story to come. Hey, uh, hey. This won the world's best vintage ale at the 2009 it's World a, Beer Awards. How is this a vintage ale? Man? Because it's uh, matured, so it's strong. You know how you've got Fuller's, have got their vintage ale, which is 7%. M most big UK breweries do a uh, limited edition, stronger beer. And this is Green King's. Uh, which is 6.5. Green King. Green King own these guys. Yeah, oh yeah, Green King, yeah. Alright. All right. How about else? Green King's flagship brand. Right. I don't like Green King. Green King IP is horrible. It is, yeah. Green King, based in Grayson, Edmonds and Suffolk. They've been producing beer, apparently, since 1799. And they're now the largest British-owned brewery in the UK. Uh, the list is on the Stock Exchange. They're one of the UK's 250 largest trading companies. And they own over 2,000 pubs, southeast of England. They brought some just recently, didn't they? I'm they massive. did. Well, they've, they've got huge. They've got a very big history. We talked about this last time. We had a, a Green King beer. Uh, they've got a very aggressive history of takeovers. They buy small breweries down and close them down. They bought Moreland's, Ruddles, Ridley's, and Bellhaven. 
Uh, they've allowed Belhaven to keep trading because they want their Scottish estate, uh, whereas the other English breweries they've just totally closed. So they brought it to close it down to make them stop yeah. beer. Yeah, that's what I refer to as capitalism gone mad. Mm. Uh, but Belhaven were too too strong in Scotland, uh, too prominent, and mm. they thought they might as well just continue and just serve drinking beers in Belhaven pubs, which is where you can get it in the Thistle Street Bar, you can get it in the end of the uh, World's End, other. Uh, Green King pubs. Yeah, Green King Yeah, you get about hills. You don't see it very often, which is good because it's shit. <laughs> Abbot Hill was on our fourth ever podcast back in September two thousand and seven. You remember that far back? What? You were there. You were. He was years there. Years ago. Yeah, September two thousand and seven. Can you believe it? It got sixty percent. Both Craig and myself gave it a seven. Craig, Mister B, I do like this. It's very hoppy. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Things haven't changed. <laughs> yeah, um, I like it. It's good. We've come on so much. <laughs> three, three, yeah. Richard, it's a decent generic Ailey beer. Seven. That's even better. Uh, it was a podcast we did where we had Auntie and Jess on Skype oh, oh in London. Remember that they were in London, and both of them scored it despite the fact that Jess had had it once a few years ago, and Andy had never tried it. So he gave it a four. <laughs> Score it if you hadn't drunk it. I remember he, he never actually heard of it, but he asked us if we thought he would like it, and we said no, so he gave it a four. <laughs> that, that's, professional. That basis, that's professional. We, we had massive speakers here. We did. Speaker, the microphone. We did. Uh, was I not? No, I thought that was one that wasn't broadcast because I was in a film. No, we did two that day, and that was the second one that was okay. okay. I remember sitting because we had this kind of really ramshackle way of doing it on Skype. We had um, shovels with his, mine, mine with mine, recording it. We had the Skype on his, and then I had to sit with a hi-fi speaker on my knee, pointing at the microphone, <laughs> which was the voices of Andy and Jess, which you recorded. My God, that uh, was tough. I can see why you didn't try that one. Yeah, <laughs> but you could hear them amazingly, uh, and that was Abbott Ale. Anyway, this is Abbott Reserve. So, what right, do we okay. smell? I smell. Ooh. Mm. Smells a bit spicy. I smell kind of spicy, spicy mm. sweet, sweetie beeriness, which I don't know. Karen. Coriander. Our keyboard keeps popping. I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. That can't be a good pop. Anyway, it'll be okay. That's, yeah, give it a push. Oh, it's it's sweet though. Yeah, definitely the toffee toffiness coming through there. Oh, it is. Ooh, Compared to the beers we've just had, it's it's sweet. Oh, and then there's a bit of. Mm. It's, it's better at the end. Yeah. Like, it's a punch. They don't like the first taste, and then I like the hoppiness right there. Yeah. It's a perfect winter warmer on a cold night. Well, it's a cold night tonight. It was snowing before. When we yeah, it's there. very cold tonight. Uh, it's a distinctive, full-bodied, smooth, mature beer, bursting with rich fruit cake and toffee flavour. Toffee, definitely. Fruit yeah. cake, anyone? Uh, yeah, if you don't, if you have some. The sweetness. Uh, <laughs> no, I really don't have any. Hmm. Yeah, it's all right. I am. Um, no. You wouldn't? Know. Could you tell this was six point five percent? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. It's more powerful than the other ones you've had. Yeah. It's got that sweet thing that gives away. Have you got the oven on? Can't yeah. turn the oven on. I'm going to make uh, cookies. Really. Oh, <laughs> the cookie cast. Yeah. That's just for us. I'm sorry, listener. You can't, you can't <laughs> I'm not them. sending them out. If so you'd like a cookie, then email us at thebearcast.googlemail.com and <laughs> you might get one we'll, we'll set you up. Yeah. That's just a desperate plug to get any kind of email. Anyway. Yeah. Make yeah. sure your subject is gee is a cookie, yeah, bass. <laughs> yeah, bass. He's a cookie in your mouth. <laughs> anyway, Tommy, keep your time. Right. Wait. Uh, we, we mentioned briefly before that there was a poll in the paper today saying, asking British people, it was Leicester though, wasn't it? Which is yes. why we had, yeah, because of tight air rods. Um, 
asking who their favourite comedians were, and the top three were Tommy Cooper, Stuart Lee, Stuart Lee, who's a British comedian, contemporary, and Bill Hicks, Bill Hicks, the American late American comedian. Uh, Tommy Cooper was a comedian from the Britain in the 1970s, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, very famous for his fez that he wore and his various traits. He's a magician as well. A magician, yeah, that's right. Uh, he played uh, a lot of the time in Blackpool and uh, Port Sunlight and a lot of these seaside resorts because that's what they did back then when it was all more uh, kind of naive and 50s-like. And my grandparents, my dad's grandparents, went to Blackpool with the kids when they were kids. And they saw Tommy Cooper walking along the promenade. And my granddad pushed my uncle Keith, who was then five, uh, over to Tommy Cooper uh, to ask him for an autograph. Because obviously he was a massive, he was a huge celebrity back then. Kind of Morecambe and Wise kind of standard. And so they, and they asked him and he got Keith to say, can I have your autograph? And Tommy Cooper was walking. And as he walked up to them, he went, fuck off. <laughs> and walked, walked on and didn't stop. He told the five-year-old to fuck off. (laughs) Now, was he being humorous or was he just being a git? He had some problems. I don't think that's funny, even if he was trying to be humorous. Uh, But I wrote that today on a website and and someone else wrote after me that their similar story, but they were on a train and they were an eight-year-old girl and Tommy Cooper was telling her stories and doing magic tricks and telling her jokes the whole journey. So (laughs) he was obviously kind of a bipolar kind of character. Yeah, totally. He was. But but for years afterwards, whenever he came on TV, my nana, who's no longer with us, unfortunately, but she would say, oh, horrible, oh, horrible man, oh, horrible man, oh, horrible man, get him off. She couldn't look at him. Uh, I can imagine my granddad, who fought in the war and was a a, a carpenter from Liverpool, she apparently had to hold on to him because he was going to go and lap him (laughs) (laughs) telling his son to fight. That would have been a story. (laughs) (laughs) I... Back Tommy Cooper in the bus. Wow. Can you well, imagine? Can you imagine if uh, we were on promenade, uh, promenading along Portobello and you saw Russell Brand and he told Ethan to fuck off? What, what would you do? Well, I wouldn't say hello to Ethan <laughs> Russell Brand <laughs> first, but that, that's to be expected in comedians these days. Is it? Yeah, they've been controversial, edgy, edgy, stupid. Uh, yeah, people. I wouldn't like it. He's probably drunk or high or something. It, yeah. Or manic depressive. Well, I, um, it's, I know it's a cliche, but. A lot of these guys did have their problems. So, uh, Tears of a Clown? Yeah, mm. all that kind of nonsense. Mm. My mum and dad remember him dying on stage. Oh, yeah, that's a Classic, yeah. dying on stage. Everyone thought it was a joke, but it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. But my grandma's laughing. Serves you right, you bastard. Fuck off. Anyway, that was my Tommy Kidd. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good Yeah, this, this, that might be the explicit tag you heard, being, being twanged. <laughs> So, uh, Craig, are you a fan of Abbott's Reserve? It sounds very posh, but is it a posh beer? Discuss. No, I'm not a fan, actually. I was at the start, and then it started to get quite hoppy, and I liked it, and now it's getting very sweet again. Cloying. And cloying. Cloying. getting far too sweet. I don't know what, I don't know why it's coming in little stages, but uh, I don't, don't like it now. Because it, it, it may be warming up or something. Yeah. It, it tastes like... Which I'm sure it is a stronger version of Abbott Ale, which is not a good thing to begin with. <laughs> yeah. I, I know there's something about Abbott Ale. I don't know if it's the bottle or something, but it always puts me right off. Like there's a free thing on there too. What can you yeah, get free? Yeah, that? Free tankard. Free tankard. Well, no, their beer's so bad they have to. They're not even giving away stuff for free. You still have to spend money on it. So we think? should get personalised tankards of our best scores or something. It's we, not like bloody Rice Krispies. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Right. Well, it'd be great if you got like a plastic dinosaur. Everyone just pours the beer out yeah, of the totally Rice Krispies yeah. to get the toy. Chuck it in the mix. Be better. 
Yeah, I don't know. Green tea. I don't. I'm kind of anti green tea. I don't know yeah. what else they make, but they make one that's okay, doesn't it? I've only ever had uh, Abatel and IPA. I've not had any of the other beers. Um, yeah, I thought we were somewhere recently, no, not not long ago. Really? And you said oh, the IPA is bad, but this one's not too bad. Mm. Maybe I, I forget, but maybe. Yeah. So I had the IPA once. It was horrifying. Yeah, I couldn't. That's really only hate. pint for couldn't in a finish pub it, I've ever it. had. You brought me it. Right, yeah. right, couldn't drink it. Yeah. I mean, they've been brewing since seventeen ninety nine. So you think they have at least one something. good bit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like. It does taste fruitcake. I mean, because it's very sweet and it's a bit fruity, but it's not in a good way. It's like there's no nothing else to give it any substance. You know, it's kind of there's a real kind of brown, sugary, yeah, toffee, yeah, blast. You, you think of something like Old Peculiar, which has that that taste, but it's got lots, lot more other things going yeah, on. Yeah, well. yeah, the XB as well. Right, yeah, fixing his beers now. So maybe this is what I mean. This was voted, as I said, the best vintage ale. I've not had many vintage ales. Like, but, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're just stronger key beers. Um, Buller's Vintage Ale is uh, London Pride, really, but bumped up to 7%. Um, I like yeah. London Pride. London Pride, I do like. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Anyway, Have we done that in the beer cast? Uh, no, we haven't. No. We've done, we need to go to the Red Lion opposite Downing Street and drink, and drink uh, London Pride. It's awesome. Okay. Hey, Prescott. <laughs> we'll take all the gear and we'll set up in the corner. <laughs> yeah. It's normally packed. Mm. With Boris Johnson and his bike, but it's it's, it's a nice one. Yeah. Never been in it. It has a bell for when the Parliament's voting. Oh, and they'll leg off and go and vote. Yeah, right. yeah you can get to the bar. Yeah, yeah because it's it's linked. It goes quite a bit away from Parliament, really, but it's linked up. They have they actually have a real ale bar in the Commons, don't they? Yeah, they, they voted for it. A lot of the real ale MP who, fans. Yeah, runs a consultancy company. You can get you in. Never okay. timed my visit to get <laughs> into the not just the you can because anyone can get into the normal one if you have a visitor's pass, mm. but you can get into the MPs one as well. Right, it's like mm. nothing for drinks either. Mm. Yeah, they get heavily subsidized, <clears throat> yeah, well, you get a really nice food for it, and they're on the river. It's that little bit that's down you see behind the park, patio. Yeah, yeah. Mm. well, not beers they have at the commons, it's probably not um, ruination or <laughs> goose island or anywhere. Yeah. Wait, you wouldn't want them to get too drunk. Arrogant yeah, bastards. Just vote on the, kind of the laws. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maybe that yeah. explains quite a lot, actually. Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> <laughs> Do we go to Iraq? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Do it explains like. the last 15 years or whatever it's been. Anyway, uh, before we get too political, late night on a, a Wednesday, let's, uh, should we wrap up? That was Green King Abbott Reserve. And, uh, Mr. I'm going to start, end as I started. Not start as I ended. Five. Because it's not good. It's too sweet and yeah. Uh, I'll get a six. I'll say because it's not offensively bad, but not pleasing in anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that is the cutting edge analysis you tune in for. Sometimes I wish I could be. I know I talk shit, but if, if I could just talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that yeah. <laughs> If I could sum that, you should get that on a tankard. <laughs> that, if that doesn't sell your beers, I don't know. What Can't you tell he's desperate to get away from the I think it's nice? So, um, sorry, I like it. I think it's nice. Uh, I'm going to do that four and a half. I, I couldn't bear that, that. That's my least favourite beer of the night. And as much as I didn't like the Tiger, it's not that I didn't like it because it was bad. I, did, I just thought it, it wasn't that exciting. This is... It's exciting, but in a wrong way. 
Uh, I might change mine to four and a half. I don't want to give it the same score as Tiger even do. Mm. Tiger is better, isn't it? Why don't you yeah. give Tiger five? Five. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Your scoring's all due. No, it's all, it's all gone wrong. So you, you gave this the same score as you gave um, Circle Masters. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give it five as well. Okay. I'll change my score. Okay, so that was our rather underwhelming Supermarket Sweet Paycast. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. That was <laughs> crap. If you've made it through to the end, then you, you made get the end, cookies. Then yeah. we probably know you. If we don't know you, then well done. Uh, email us at thebeercast.gmail.com to re- uh, redeem your cookie token. Uh, the oven is still on, so you might be in with a shout. Uh, the winner in that podcast was a Snacklifter. It's got yeah. 73%, and because that's the first podcast of the year, it's automatic... Beer of the year, Sean Kelly. <laughs> well done. <laughs> but there may be others yet, because last in year... In fact, all four of them are beer of the year. That's true, this is our beer of the year. I think last year we had 16 podcasts, so hopefully we should do a few more. <laughs> if we're drinking those four beer of the year, we're <laughs> the No, wait a minute, we're going to have Craig B special. Yeah. Oh, yes. Few weeks, and basically all of them are going to be <laughs> a beer of the year. 10, 12, That's right, yes. Uh, we do, we, we, forthcoming podcast, we've had a Grooving special, and we've had lots of shovel specials when he's been buying uh, beers in York. Look forward to a Mr. B special, so uh, regular listener will know. <laughs> Make that afraid. We're going to have four or 9% IPAs, so look forward to that. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, you can come to our website, which is thebeercast.com. Yes. Um, You've never said it before, it's fine. No, I've never said it before. I've given the email address lots of times. You can follow us at thebeercast on Twitter, or you can me leave us comments on iTunes. Thank you to Mr. B and Groom. Yeah, thank you. And we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> 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 True professional. Wow. Right, cookie time. Let's go. Like, <laughs> I usually it's ale and it yeah. slipped down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can feel it. <laughs> <laughs>